Your radio target is locked, and you have reached striking. Webmaster Radio's microphones stretch out across the Atlantic to bring you striking. Our expert informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, Webmaster Radio presents Striping. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Strike Point. I'm your host, David Naylor, and your co-host, Mikko. I can never pronounce your second name, Mikko. How do you pronounce it? Dimib? Is it? Uh, uh, yeah, you can say Dimib. That works okay. You can't pronounce <laughs> my first name either, so it doesn't really matter much, does it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say that the line's a little bit crackly tonight, so if you keep hearing me saying, Hell, Mikko, I don't know what you're talking about, you know why I'm saying it. Um, so tonight's show, anyway, we're going to cover uh, Webmaster World. Was it crazy or was it cool? We'll discuss that and see if we can come with some sort of crazy cool type of answer. Uh, we're going to have a look at Amazon's Mechanical Turk tonight for all you people who don't know what that is. It's a, ha- it's a little army of human beings checking stuff for you. If we've got time, we're going to go for link strategies, how to buy links and stuff like this. I'm just going to open up my email and just make sure I'm on the correct notes for tonight's show, just in case I've made an arse of it already, but you never know. Um, <laughs> what other things are we going to cover, Mikkel, while I'm just getting into my email? Cause you know, so so far, you're actually here. doing okay. You know, we're always exchanging notes here in the last second, uh, trying to figure out how, how much we can squeeze in this time. And I think we got more than enough for this week's show. So uh, besides the topics that, that they was just talking about, we're also going to look into a little bit on the Google Weekly bashing. This time we're not really bashing them too much because it's all about uh, over-optimization and keyword penalties, and, and Dave's going to show you some interesting stuff there. And then we have a few things left. If we got time for it today, we see how, how much we're going to talk uh, for the black corner, we're going to talk a little bit about um, cloaking, and you probably heard plenty of talk about cloaking, but I think we we got a few things to to um, talk about too there. And Dave is going to give you a bit of a rant on uh, bait and switch. So that's it for the dark corner tonight. But anyway, stay with us, folks. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we go right on with the show. Domain masters. The big news yesterday was that Bill Cosby won the domain name FatAlbert.org. Hey, hey, hey. I think it's a relevant case because uh, he was able to justify the fact that he created the character and therefore he was entitled to it. Domain Masters, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. The innovative services of Load.com help you easily maximize your business and bottom line. Since 1999, Load.com has offered premium web applications and business solutions for companies worldwide. Set up business and private mailboxes. Track marketing and website traffic. And assure a professional design for your website with Load's email, web stats, and DNS services. Save time. Save money. Load is your reliable source for professional web applications and business solutions. Visit Load.com. That's L-O-A-D dot com and get loaded today. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, 
Shakespeare's. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market? Then attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com. You'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront's design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders. And all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com. I'll tell you that. For those of you who can't see what's sitting across from me, <laughs> what spaghetti strap thing on. And his beautiful co-host, Brandy. It's all about the body size. <laughs> Rainmaker. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on Webmaster Radio. terminated. And now back to Strike Point. Welcome back to Strike Point, uh, the first and only European webmaster shows for crazy ass SAO geeks. And uh, we are back on the show here, Mikkel de Mip and Dave Naylor. And uh, first we're going to talk a little bit about the stuff that happened over at webmaster world in the past week. Uh, as we discussed last week, was uh, putting up a robot.txt file blocking all spidering. Apparently, he got fed up with uh, the massive amount of malicious spidering on his side, and he's been fighting it. Now he put up this file to block all spidering. Now, we discussed this a little bit last week, and as we discussed, it seemed like a pretty crazy plan, considering that most of the more malicious bots probably don't recognize the robots that take or respect it anyway. So uh, do you have any updates for us? Because last week we were talking about how long it would take for Google, Yahoo, and MSN to, to kick it out. And uh, any any news on that end uh, I think we got? Yeah, I mean, it, well, it went from Google, didn't it, very quickly. About 48 hours, I think it was, in total before it went pop and gone. But... As Brett did explain on the forums, that he didn't expect anybody to actually put the URL into the Google URL removal tool, which maybe was a little bit naive because as soon as I saw it, I thought, bloody hell, that's going to happen straight away. And sure enough, it did. Um, Yahoo handled them totally differently. Um, They've got to mark it up as being robots text to remove and then they go through the normal crawl patterns and it can take ages to get sites out of uh, Yahoo um, which is a bit bad on Yahoo's behalf realistically if you want a site gone you should have some way of getting rid of it I mean the perfect example is that you've got a page on there where you've called someone something slanderous as an example and what happens is the Yahoo cash it and by the time the case comes to court, they've still got the cash there, and I guess you go to prison or something crazy like that. <laughs> but 
other than that, it's pretty much gone. It's uh, gone from Google, MSN, Gigablast. Um, and if you look at the Alexa ratings today, it's sliding quickly. Um, I'd be surprised if it doesn't hit the movers and shakers on the shakers side before long. And I don't know. I don't know if it's crazy or not yet. I know that Brett for a long, long time has wanted to be a community that was back to the old BBS days where if you knew about that community, you were part of the community. If you didn't know about it, then the only way you would find out about it is from somebody telling you. Um, I think Webmaster World has got a, a big enough name in the industry now that it will still collect people on their way. And I have seen new members sign up over the last week, so... That may be a, a good thing or maybe a bad thing. Obviously, the site search is a major, major problem at the moment, um, and hopefully something will get sorted on that ASAP. Um, but the mods are exactly the same as normal users at the moment. We, we pretty much don't know what's going on, and obviously, once it's ready to go live, I'm sure Brett will tell us and tell the rest of the world. But at the moment, it's... I don't know. I kind of feel it was a little bit crazy um, and not so much cool. But I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it, I mean it, it's become very apparent from the posting, very honest postings that, that Brett's been, been doing about this, uh, this issue that, I mean, he, apparent, he, he very obviously took uh, an educated decision. You know, he, he, he made a choice uh, of putting up that robust file. He also acknowledged that he did make a mistake uh, not considering the exclusion program with Google, eliminating uh, it from the index in, in two days, uh, and and that by that also removing the site search function that most people were using, uh, and so he, he 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 said publicly that he expected it to take thirty to sixty days, and in that time get a, a enterprise search functionality uh, in place. Now, getting a search functionality in place for the site that can, can make up for the, for the lost Google search is, is not a big problem. I mean, he can do that. You know, there are plenty of, of commercial and free programs available that, that he can integrate into to Webmaster World. It's just a matter of, of time, <laughs> resources to do it. I'm pretty sure he can work out that part of it. I'm also sure, I also agree with you, Dave, that uh, uh, Webmaster World have a large enough user base that they're probably not going to die from not having any search visitors. I mean, they can probably sustain and survive uh, from uh, word of mouth and, 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 and the community that already exists and all the good reputation and all the inbound linking from websites that refers uh, people to, to, to Webmaster World. So, I mean, it, from that point of view, it could, you know, be kind of cool. But then again, I kind of agree with you that it, because I don't think that the robots.txt file is going to take away the malicious spidering. No, no. Some of the other things that he's doing, like requiring cookies and stuff like that, uh, could take away a certain percentage of, 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 of the malicious spidering. Uh, but then again, I mean, I don't understand why he did not exclude at least the major uh, indexes, uh, MSN, Yahoo, and, and, and Google, um, because it makes a lot of sense to keep them. So I don't, I don't think it's too cool. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, Mikkel, but doesn't Google have a policy that if it's hard to spider or it needs cookies or sessions, you can actually feed them the live feed if you're trusted? Now, I would have thought that 
obviously, once you ban the robots text, of course, I mean, that goes out the friggin' window, doesn't it? You know what I mean? It's like, it's basically saying, piss off, we don't want you in here. Um, but if you take the... If you would have left the, the robots as it was, and allowing the good bots in the bad bots, but left it on session IDs and requiring cookies to sign in, that would have actually left the door open, I think. I could be wrong, yeah, but it would have left the door open to say to Google, look, I'm, I'm, let, I'm not going to stop you from coming in, but to, in an attempt to ban the bad bots, I'm going to have to now have spiders that allow cookies and session IDs, and I know you can't handle this, but I do know that you have got something where I can actually feed you the information as it goes along, and you can keep on indexing it, and I'll give you a unique session ID, or I will actually remove the session ID just for you. Um, but it Yeah, I mean, I definitely know for a fact that, that I mean, it uh, Webmaster World is a special kind of website in the sense that it is, it is such a big and important website on the web that yeah. Google, Google is likely to want to have it in the index. I mean, there's probably people now, as we talk, in Google that are kind of disappointed that they cannot have it in the index anymore. They would like to have that website in the index, I'm pretty sure. So I'm also pretty sure that if Brett and I don't know if he actually did, and he could be turned down, so I'm just speculating here. But I think that if he approached the right people at Google and Yahoo about this issue, he could have worked out some kind of arrangement with them. Because they do want to have this, this stuff indexed. It's, it's very, very valuable content for, for the users. Uh, uh, and I know that, uh, um, do you remember that the, the stuff that was talked about with about.com, like, Three or four years ago, with the with the with the very uh, extensive <laughs> link map they put up for spidering and stuff like that, you know, they apparently or very obviously made some kind of arrangement with Yahoo and Google about the way to spider about.com. About.com probably have a similar problem to Webmaster World, extremely popular, and they have hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of pages, uh, completely easy to spider. You know, they probably have the same issue that that Brett is dealing with. But they found a different way to deal with it, and yeah. and they are gaining a lot more from the engines by doing that. Now, of course, you know by the end of the day, as you say, maybe Brett don't want that attention. Maybe he does want to turn it over to to an old-fashioned BBS and, and and a private club, which is his decision. You know that that's up to him. But uh, it, it does seem a bit strange to have a form where so many uh, newbies are also coming around to learn how to do things the right way on the web, and then see that this this particular website is, is banning all spidering. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, uh, well, I mean, it, it, it's worldwide known that uh, Google Guy has, has contributed an awful lot to the rise of Webmaster World. Um, and as of oh, yeah. November, November the 11th was the last time he posted. Now, I can't think of a length of time. I know that he's gone through some um, bits and bobs just recently as uh, Google Guy and so he's obviously been out and about, but he's not posted on Webmaster World. Now, I don't know if this is to do with the fact that, in a way, the way that I see it, and this is my opinion only, is that Webmaster World has basically said, hey, Google, you're not welcome in here anymore. 
And does that actually now fall back onto the Google guys and the AdWords people and the AdSense people? Um, you know what I mean? So it's, will people keep going to Webmaster World and saying, hey, I've got this problem, and Google guy coming along and saying, well, let me have a look and I'll see what I can do for you? Uh, you know what I mean? It's... It's kind or of maybe, it. or maybe it is the fact that, uh, as we, we discussed, I know it was very late, and I think some of us, at least, were drunk. But we're talking about the fact that maybe Google guy is a bot. Maybe he's not real. You know, maybe Google guy is a bot. And if Google guy is a bot, he's just not posting because he's not allowed to, according to the robots that takes file. So I don't know. Maybe that's the final proof. I don't know. That's just speculation again. <laughs> I, I, I think he's a real. I think he's a real person. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I, I, I could suspect it too. I could suspect it. <laughs> I mean, at least, I, I, at least I he's a very have, nice uh, robot. If he, if he is a robot, you know, a very yeah. nice robot. <laughs> anyway, we're probably never going to find out whether this was actually cool or crazy. It's probably somewhere in between. But one thing we know for sure is that that uh, Brett did uh, what he thought was the best thing to do. And and after all, it is his um, his community, and he should decide what to do. Yeah. So, let's just hope uh, for the very best of a good community. Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing that gets me about it is that I've been asked so many times, is that of all the intelligent people at Webmaster World, from the admins to the moderators to senior members, yeah, no one could come up with a solution other than banning everything. And I'm like. Yeah, it doesn't bode well as being a moderator at this moment in time of Webmaster World. It kind of, it sucks a little bit. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things where you think, what message are we sending out to the rest of the internet world? We don't need search engines, but hang on a minute. We are a search engine type forum, realistically. <laughs> yeah, and that that's the kind of irony that, that or, 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 or conflict that, that I kind of find a little funny and a little bit disturbing too. It, I find it a little bit sad in a way that, that Webmaster will feel they have to go to this extent. And um, and also, you know, in some ways sending a signal to everybody going there, oh, maybe you don't need search engines. I think people do need search engines. <laughs> and, and and I don't want people on a broad scale to start banning all, all kind of spidering because the, the the effect, of course, of that would be terrible. So, so I mean, we, we, I mean, it, it, I mean and, and I think for most websites, I think... I don't know exactly, you know, what, what went wrong for Webmaster World, but they apparently had had more than their share of bad spidering. But I mean, for most websites, the 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 price you pay for spidering is a fair trade uh, compared to the to the free leads you get from organic. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it, I think it's a fair trade. They take some of my bandwidth and some of my CPU power, and in, ter- in return, I get some some free leads. That's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean. The other big point, of course, is that Webmaster World has got a subscribers area. Um, if you get no new users, you get no new subscribers. So where's the money going to come from now to keep uh, Webmaster World going? Uh, you, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's a double-edged sword, and uh, it cuts both ways. And a lot of people said from the last couple of Webmaster World conferences that there was a lot of newbies there. Now, those newbies have obviously come from somewhere, yeah, and my guess is it was people typing in things like AdSense and finding the AdSense forum and going, wow, these people really know what they're talking about. I'm going to go to the conference and meet some of these guys and speak in person. Um, and yeah. that's gone. You know what I mean? That, exactly. That's so gone. Exactly. But, I mean, as we, as we you know, only, only future will know. 
So um, I think we should leave it with that for now. We're probably going to talk about it a little bit more in the future when, when new development comes in place. But uh, let's talk about that new interesting API that Amazon just released. I am truly amazed. I don't think I've seen anything as interesting as this uh, since, I don't know, it's, it's, I mean, we have to get back to the dot-com days or something to find anything as interesting as this. It is uh, the Amazon Mechanical Turk. It is what uh, Amazon themselves describe as artificial, artificial intelligence. Uh, so in, in, in other words, it's uh, the interaction of humans into programming code. It, it, it's, it's a very, very um, interesting concept that Amazon came up with. Um, it is uh, an API so that you, in your code, if you write programming code, it could be a program running on a server or, or any kind of Internet-related program. In that program, you have certain tasks that you want solved. Now, a lot, of, a lot of tasks that are very easy for humans to do are extremely difficult to do when you want to do programming. Like, if, you, if you're running a community and uh, you want to make sure that the pictures of men goes into the men box and the pictures of women go into the women box, distinguishing and uh, looking at the picture and finding out whether it's a man or a woman is very, very difficult to do in programming. I'm sure some geeks can probably work out a way to do it, but it's not, you know, it's not a very easy task to solve. But it's a very easy task to solve for a human being. So what Amazon done is they made an API and are building a community around this API so that you, in your programming code, can request the interaction from a human being. Now, when your program runs and it comes to this part of the code, the request is sent into the community with a timeout that you decide and some other parameters you can set. And humans interact with that request, solve the, 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 the request at a, at a given uh, price that you set yourself as well, and they return the answer back into your program so you can continue running. Now, now that, that means that now you can interact with humans in your programming code. This is, this is to me, just such, such an amazing event, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people around, not, not, a least, not the least on Google, you know, feeling really uh, bad about they didn't get come up with this concept because this is beautiful. I don't know if, if you've been looking uh, close into it, uh, Dave. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking. I mean, some of the things that people are using it for is things like um, you, by programmatic things, you send over an album name and the Turks or the M Turks uh, say, hey, this is the artist that we think is the primary artist for this album. And so that's kind of funky. And then other people are using it for things like you present a name and address and a set of photographs, and people say, this is the best photograph that would identify that business. So basically, you take a whole batch of photographs of a, a street near you, of all the shops, and you send over, I don't know, Dave Naylor's butcher's shop, and the Turks basically pick which picture out of there would best identify that um, address. And it's like, so it, there's loads of cool things. I mean, obviously you can send over captures to it, of course, which is kind of cool. Uh, get around all the capture problems with Overture. And yeah, that was, that was kind of, that was the first thing that I thought of with a thought. <laughs> oh, great. Now we can finally do, uh, uh, get rid of the, the capture uh, locks that, that, that we run into with, with spidering and then, and, and certain kinds of postings. 
Um, of course, that's that's one use of it. Now, I was thinking about this because if, if I mean, usually there's a, there's a session timeout on the captures. So if you're really lucky, you can you can probably get down to maybe 20 minutes or 30 minutes timeout. And within that time frame, you need the, the captures to be uh, solved. Um, but as I understand, you can set your own timeout in the Amazon um, and Mechanical Turk interface. So you could set, theoretically, you could set a timeout of 15 minutes. Uh, and if anybody's online in the network working, and I believe that in a very short time, you're going to see hundreds of thousands or millions of people who are logging onto this network, doing jobs, so that there are going to be people around all the time, then maybe it would work. Maybe it would work. Yeah. I mean, the other one that I thought of just then while you were speaking was link acquisition. You spider the Internet for places where you can add links and say, describe my website. They fill in the description, and it's unique. And you just sign up to your directories and your BBBs and all the rest of it, and basically it's a, an automated human spamming machine. I, I was also thinking in terms of, uh, and this is kind of interesting, now there are certain kinds of tasks that we like to do on Google or Yahoo, but according to their terms of service, we're not allowed to hit them with uh, automated uh, machineries or, or robots. That's in their terms of service. What if our program requests this part of, of the action from a human in, in the Amazon Turk network? You know, is that still robotic or is that a human? I mean, it's a human doing it. They're just feeding back the results of our program. Now, that, that, that could maybe overcome some of those issues uh, about having uh, automated requests uh, in a larger scale, like checking page rank on, on a number of, of, um, of domains. Yeah. I think we've covered that a little bit. Should we just hit for a break while I grab a quick beer? I think that sounds like a really good idea. Okay, roll ads. Radio travels to the exotic far reaches of the world to uncover the answers you've been searching for. Starting December 1st, Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma with your mystical host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Let's now travel through the dense jungles and burning hot sands of the desert and into the treacherous dark caves of the web and listen in on a preview of Good Karma. Tell me, O oh great sage, I am new to the internet. What do I need to know? Hello, Dr. Jones. I will take you to the Well of Souls and into the great city of cyberspace, where I will teach you everything you need to know. Whether you be a newbie or an experienced internet explorer, you will find the answers you seek every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Good Karma. Here, please hold my snake. Not snakes. I hate snakes. Find your good karma every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? All we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50%, the highest payouts on the net, and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. 
Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch media.com today contrary to what your mother told you you cannot be all things to all people you can however focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking solutions oriented and works as a complete extension of your organization no need to do it over and over again srk consulting can develop integrated automation programs programming in most major languages and operating systems srkconsulting.com Making sure your mother is always proud. Commercials terminated. And now back to Strike Point. Welcome back. I've got a new beer, so we'll crack on or jog on, whichever you, terminology you prefer. We're going to have a quick look, or a quick talk anyway, about Google's over-optimization on keyword penalties. Really big, but it's dead, dead simple. If you were, say, targeting a keyword phrase um, like meta search engine, as an example, because I'm looking at an agreement on my desk, um, if you over-optimize, say, the header, the title, the footer, and too many recurrences of the keyword meta search engine, yeah, you wouldn't rank for it. But you would rank for meta search, search engine, and search. Now, this, I don't know if it's new or it's old or it's what, Mikkel? I mean, you must have seen it, haven't you? I mean, we just discussed it this, this afternoon in details, and, and, and we were looking at these sites together, you, you and I, and, and, and it, it became very apparent that, that, that this, there that does, in fact, seem to be some, some, some kind of, of optimization penalty in place. Uh, uh, and and um, maybe, I don't know if you want to throw some of the examples now. Some of it is a little bit personal, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was my site I was showing you, and it was a test. <laughs> but it actually, it's not my site. It's actually my wife's site. So I, I'd be in, like, double jeopardy if we went, hey, check this website out. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I, I mean, the, the, the thing about it was, was the, it was basically a product. So it was manufacturer, model number, and what it was. And the actual site ranked for the single keyword model number. It also ran, um, ranked for manufacturer model number and model number, uh, was it an MP3? Um, well, I can't remember what it was. Model number and whatever the product was. It was an MP3 player and it was a Sony one, so that's as much of a hint I'm going to give you. But it actually ranked for the Sony and the model number. It ranked for the model number and Walkman. That was the keyword I was looking for. But it wouldn't rank for Sony, model number, and Walkman as a unique string, which was kind of weird because it should have done. I mean, it was ranking number between, I don't know, the top three and the top six for the, the keywords that it was targeting, apart from that three-keyword phrase where it was nowhere around. So that got me thinking, hang on a minute, we must have over-optimized over it ever so slightly. And when we looked at keyword density, it was a tad much, wasn't it, Mikko? 
Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely. <laughs> I did. You know what? It's it's a funny thing with keyword density because uh, what what I do is 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 really not very scientific when I look into keyword density. You know, because I just look at the page and I highlight the keywords, so I get you know a picture of you know how yellow is this page. You know, <laughs> if it's just you know if it's too yellow, you know it, it's too much. You know, if it's not if there's not enough of that yellow stuff, you know it's it's not good. You know, you, you, you need that nice picture <laughs> with a nice spread of the yellow spots. Uh, and, yeah, when I looked at that page, you know, I would say it was definitely too much of the yellow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it was kind of weird because the way that the page was actually built, it, it's built on a review, it's a review site, basically. So, therefore, you've got, like, the latest reviews. And the problem was, was that one of the things was this Walkman had taken off so aggressively that a lot of people were actually commenting on this Walkman. So in the sidebar, it was basically this thread, Sony whatever, um, and it was like one after another of the three keyword phrase. And it was like, damn, this is over-optimized naturally. Uh, like I say, it's my wife's site. I've done no real SEO on it whatsoever apart from tweaked it here and there and thought, let's see how aggressive I can go on this. Um, and I was surprised. Yeah, surprised but me. I mean, you did. You did uh, without revealing too much. I can say that that you did. Well, what I was also used to do in, in 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 a site structure is that is that you repeated your key phrase for all the comments on the page. Yeah, and uh, I usually do that too to keep a, a proper keyword density. But your problem is that besides the keyword getting into uh, repeating for every uh, comment. It was also repeated in the in the comments that people made, yeah. and a lot of the comments were very very short. So, so one comment could maybe have a twenty five or thirty or fifty percent keyword density, and adding all that up on the page apparently just became too much. So, so I mean, it's it's a very common I think strategy now for a lot of us using this. You know, when you have multiple postings in forums or, or, or comment fields that you add. The, the, the target key phrase uh, to keep a, a proper density, right? I think most people do that now. Uh, but what we should maybe keep in mind doing that is we should maybe take it a step further and take into account some kind of an analysis of the overall density so it doesn't go wild like this uh, because it's very easy to reduce it. You could just strip out the repetition of the target keyword in, let's say, uh, any any comment above number ten or twelve or fifteen or whatever, to to keep a a, a, a more reasonable uh, keyword density. Yeah, it, it, I just overdid it, but it it shows that there is a filter there for overdoing it, um, which a lot of people said is there or isn't there, and I think we can categorically state now that there is actually a filter that will take a three-keyword phrase out of the rankings if you overdo it. Yeah? And it was only out of like 18,000 or something like that. I mean, the single keywords were much more aggressive than the uh, three-keyword, or at least I believe they were anyway. But everyone knows the money's in the three keywords and not the twos and the singles. Yeah, but I mean, it, 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 I mean, it, 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 there seem to be, you know, different things in place now. I was just looking at some funny stuff that, that I uh, recall from MSN, um, and uh, it's, it's, it's a, a search in MSN DK. So we're seeing different filtering. This is, of course, MSN, not the same as Google, but um, 
we're seeing uh, also sometimes there's on a regional level, in a, even in Google, that over the repeat, repeating uh, keywords uh, apparently bring websites uh, to the top. Uh, now they I just sent a link to Dave and <laughs> it's, uh, go to, to go MSN DK and type in data recovery, pretty competitive term, and, and, and look at the, the top results. It's 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 pretty high density, I would say. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you've got, I've got to say, okay, the MSN is not really a search engine yet. Okay? <laughs> you could that. be right about that. Okay? Yeah. I'll, I'll actually go on record and say that their filtering is very, very, very poor. It really is. And it's... If they're going to have to have some staying power, you know what I mean? They're going to have to do something. Um, and they're really going to have to do something because if they don't, they're going to get spammed to bits more than they are at the moment. But it's nice that um, Greg Bowser pointed out that if you do actually do a keyword search for Viagra in MSN, you do actually get uh, Pfizer in there, which is obviously a, a little um, hand job there. It's awfully nice of uh, MSN to start giving out hand jobs, like all your search engines. But, but my, my point was just that regionally, and now again, uh, you and I have to keep in mind that this is a European show, so I'd like to at least uh, sometimes point out the things that are uh, relevant specifically to Europe. And, and in this case, uh, it, it, it does seem that that uh, they get around with, I'm just looking at the cash of Google, the site that was top-ranking in MSN DK for data recovery, pretty competitive term, is also top-ranking in Google for the same crap. <laughs> I don't have to point out this site. You can find it for yourself. Uh, 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 I mean, so, so, you know, what I'm just saying is that some of this stuff seems to, you know, hang around for, for a lot more time in, 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 in regional uh, languages uh, versus English. Uh, so, again... We could see it, it could be that some of these issues also have uh, linguistic components that are tied into the language that uh, Google specifically um, uh, handles. And, yeah. and we know we know by experience that Google doesn't handle the Scandinavian languages very well. They only have very very basic stemmings and stuff like that. They don't have anything as advanced in what they do in English or, or probably other languages too. So. Yeah. That, that, I mean, is, that could think, be one of the, the issues as well. Yeah, I think what the search engines need to do is take a, a step back um, and just relook at the situation that they're in at the moment. You know what I mean? It's like I'm just doing a quick few terms and they're all getting spammed to bits. And now I've, I've gone on record, um, someone is doing an article on me about drinking and black hat SEO and staying power and all this sort of stuff. And they were saying that that I'm looking at getting out of the black art industry because it's it's getting too hard. And it's like, I don't think that's actually the case. I think it's actually becoming a little bit easier. Um, and maybe they should start putting some young ladies in there that can look at this stuff and sort it out because we all know that women actually beat us into the ground when it comes to this sort of game. Well, I know I do anyway. Women always beat me. It's unfair. Uh, it sounds like you married the wrong uh, woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the women SEOs, mate. It's not my wife. That's okay. You know what I mean? It's it's the women bloody SEOs that that trance me. It's so annoying. I always seem to end up in an industry where people know me and I know them, and I always seem to come second place. But second's not too bad. 
No, I think that's that's close to number one. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> close enough, isn't it? <laughs> but just to round off uh, this issue of the of the O optimization, I just want to emphasize that what we're talking about here is not just the regular repetitive keyword filtering. You know, I mean. Back when I started doing doing SEO in I think ninety six ninety seven or something like that, uh, back then there was also penalties. Already then, uh, some degree of penalties when when you keyword stuffed. I mean, keyword stuffing was some of the first techniques that SEOs used, and some of the first techniques that the, the engines uh, learned how to handle. Back in the very early days, the more you repeated a keyword, the higher you would rank. <laughs> but that that very soon turned around. Now, what we're talking about here is not that. It's not just that. It's it's a, a far more advanced, as as, as uh, Dave was pointing out. It does rank for for some of the terms, uh, uh, but it does seem that the the, the complete phrase is over optimized in this case. So just to to um, to distinguish those two things. Yeah. Agree. What's next on the agenda, mate? Yeah, we've been talking about uh, uh, linking strategies a lot of times, and we can probably keep talking about that forever, but uh, it's interesting to bring it up again now that um, Google's been, been specifically pointing out that they do not want you to buy links, and, um, and, and they're trying to, to penalize uh, websites that sell links and websites that buy links. And um, I, I, I think that it's, it's stupid to begin with. <laughs> It's a stupid game, you know. Uh, it's it's a it's it's a crazy, uh, um, geeky ass Stanford uh, uh, attitude that this whole web should be free and natural and organic and blah blah blah. It's not. It's a commercial, ugly place, you know. People buy and sell stuff on the web, and they they buy exposure, you know. They pay for linkings. They you know they pay for 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 adwords. <laughs> so of course they you know they pay for links, you know, and that you know. It's it's not it's not bad. I don't think so, and I, I think it's stupid for engines to to uh, specifically target that. But apparently, Google is trying to do just that. Uh, and and we discussed a little bit uh, previously. You know, what are they going to do to actually uh, be able to identify this? Uh, and from the other end of it, what can you do to protect yourself against being penalized if you do sell links or getting penalized if you buy links? And so, so what's your best shot on this, Dave? Well, I mean, one of the things that it, it just—it's kind of crazy, you know. What I mean, it's like Danny Sullivan over there on his blog links to me quite often, and I get no PR love whatsoever. Now, I think that's harsh. You know, what I mean, I really do think it's harsh that they've looked at uh, Danny's blog and said, "Hey, that guy's giving out links on the sidebars. I'm not going to let any of that." Past PR, but you remember, was it yeah, Wonderground? Was it Wonderground? The weather site? The was a massive PR nine, PR eight site that all the Fentamine boys started getting links from, and boom, straight away you were number one for Fentamine. They just stopped the page rank going from it. Now that surely kind of starts changing the old way that everything meshes together. You know what I mean? It's like you got the Stanford Daily selling links, you got the uh, Times in England selling links. You, you know what I mean? Everybody's selling links. Now, Google don't like this because it's like, hey, you sell links, you're gaming Google. And it's like, but hang on a minute. You were the guys that put the value on the frigging links in the first place. How the hell can you now say, hey, if you, if you sell a link, 
then we're going to make it worthless. I can guarantee, if I'm buying a link for Viagra, yeah, I'm not going to send it to some shitty Britney Spears website, am I? I'm going to send it to a Viagra website that sells Viagra so I can turn a profit and make some money out of it. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, it's ass about it. The, you know what I mean? To me, it's, you, if you buy advertising space, whether it's A, to game the search engines, which what they see, or as the way I see it, to actually get better ranking in the search engines, because no one in their right mind is going to link to a Viagra site. Are they? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, oh, I had a great weekend this weekend. I took some Viagra. I bought it online from these places, and I shagged my wife for 48 hours solid. It's not going to happen. No one's going to do that. Uh, you've never been to Denmark. <laughs> well, I've never read... Um Denmark blogs, obviously, but it, it's not. You know, what I mean? people aren't going to naturally link to certain products. It's not. No, I, 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 I agree with you. I agree. It, it, those, those kind of websites are very difficult to get any natural linking for. You, you know, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing natural about Viagra. You know, <laughs> you don't. You don't build Viagra organically. You know, you go out and you work hard and you buy the right kind of marketing and you buy your links and. And and you make a profit if you do it well. Yeah, I, I think that I'm actually the only SEO left in the game that's actually working for a offshore pharmaceutical company, and it it, it does it pisses me off the way that they, they play this game. Um, and it's like, what are you supposed to do? It's like go out and so like give free Viagra to people if they link to you, and but don't say we give you free Viagra because that's just like buying a link. It's like no one's going to link to a Viagra site. They're not, you know what I mean? It's like, and if people are searching... So, so, so um, I, I think uh, we have to take a break in a few minutes, but uh, let's okay, just round, round this off round. with the linking strategies, yeah. because what I'd like to know, uh, also what, what, what your uh, go on this is, how can, how can we, knowing that this, this filtering is in place, how can we protect ourselves when we sell links from our websites, and how can we protect ourselves when we buy links? What can, we, what can we look into? You know? I don't think you can. It's like, how can you protect yourself when you go to war? You can't, you know what I mean? It's impossible. And honestly, but, I really do. I mean, unless obviously you basically switch and base or you cloak the shit out of everything. But if they catch you, yeah, and they think that you're selling links, I mean, it's like, and you can go through them all, can't you? Debt consolidation, casinos, Texas Hold'em, Viagra, Cialis, Fentamine, all the, where there's high risk and great money there, yeah, then... That's, that's the place where people have to buy links from. And the, the question that I would ask, you know, it's like, if you're searching for Viagra, yeah, what are you actually looking for? Are you looking for stories about Viagra? Are you looking about for the FDA government consumer information on Viagra? Are you looking at practical jokes with Viagra? Are you looking for a story on Viagra? Are you actually looking to buy Viagra? And it's like, it's... It's just horse shit, mate. You've you, you hit me on a right bad subject of links, just recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you love this As one. you may be able to tell. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I would say that, you know, but it's maybe just because you're thinking way ahead of, of the average webmaster out there, and probably some of our listeners even too. Uh, I think that you could say that some general things that you should not do buying uh, links or selling links from your website. I mean, I would personally stay away from a net network that promotes itself by selling page rank or, you know, selling improved Google rankings. 
I would not like my website to be part of that web network because I would find that to be uh, more likely to get hit by Google's uh, bad uh, uh, penalties uh, versus uh, linking networks that more sell, you know, advertising links and doesn't really promote too much the value of, of improved page rank or, or Google rankings or whatever. Uh, that's at least one thing that, that, that I would say. And, and also, from an implementation point of view, I like to buy links in networks that can, can place those links naturally on the pages where I buy the links. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, you know, don't want to buy footer links on a million websites. You know, I want to buy contextual links, links that are part of, of the website that I included. And that, that usually implies that the network have some kind of XML or server-side implementation code uh, for, for, for the links uh, to, to work that way. Um, so the more advanced link works, networks, I, I, would, I would preferably go with. Now, he's a, he's a crazy one. I've just went by Viagra UK in Google.co.uk and Yahoo.com's advertising in there. And what how, does, how, do, how does that work? Yeah, and the key word is Viagra in the title, and I click on the link twice now, and it goes, we didn't find any product results for Viagra. <laughs> <coughs> We've got to look into that uh, in, in the program for next week. We're probably going to talk some more Viagra, but right now we're going to take a commercial break, so please welcome our sponsors, and we'll be right back. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh -huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertiser. Wow. Doesn't that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. Commercials terminated. And now back to Strike Point. Welcome back to Strike Point, the first and only European webmaster show with Miggle the Mip and Dave Naylor. Uh, this is the last part of the show. We only got about 10 minutes left. So if you just joined us now, you're late, you can go to the archives. I think in a couple of hours, the show should be available at archives. You can also subscribe to the podcast so you make sure to get all the shows that we bring. Now, uh, we promised you that we would go a little bit into our black corner and talk a little bit about cloaking and bait and switch and all the funny stuff. Uh, Dave is getting drunk now, so I think that's all we can talk about. <laughs> We, 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 we don't want to take up any too serious uh, subjects at this time. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about cloaking, as I said. Um, I, I, I remember back in 
2001, 2002 maybe, uh, we were having cloaking sessions at uh, the Search and Strategies uh, conferences. Uh, I was doing a session with John Hurt a couple of times. I think maybe Ralph from Phantom, Ralph Phantom Master uh, had some sessions too. And um, it was a, a pretty big topic back uh, some years ago, and it kind of died out. Um, it, it, it didn't, it, you know, if you look at the forums today, you know, hardly anyone is, is talking about cloaking. Um, so when you look at it from, from a distance, and some people actually think this is how it is, uh, you, you, you may think that uh, cloaking has kind of died out. Google have also, on several occasions, uh, occasions uh, announced um, the, 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 the so-called automatic uh, cloaking detection system that I think Daniel Doolittle have been working on that are supposedly uh, uh, able to de detect all kinds of cloaking and, and remove it from the index. Well, uh, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> or it's not in place. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> there's definitely not a mechanism like that. And and to answer some of the other questions, I don't see cloaking is going away. Uh, I may see cloaking is going away from the mainstream. Most of the people that I know and, and most of the stuff that I see cloaked is cloaked by pretty professional cloakers. Uh, I don't know what you see, Dave. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's... If you cloak badly, you get caught very quickly. Um, and UA cloaking is the worst kind of cloaking to get caught on. Um, but again, if you go down the IP sort of stuff, you really do need to have a, a good IP list that's updated all the time. Um, do, you, uh, do you remember, uh, because we just talked about it recently, and to be honest, it's actually a few years ago that, that I, I spoke to John Hurd the last time, um, and he used to run a pretty good uh, spider base and some really good tools. And I don't know if he's still around and if it's updated and stuff, but he was a really, really good guy. Uh, of course, we all know uh, Ralph Phantom Master. Um, he have what, what I suspect is probably the best uh, bot base uh, uh, at the moment. It's very uh, frequent updated, and, and, and you can get it from uh, phantommaster.com uh, at a very reasonable uh, uh, subscription rate. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the one I would use if I didn't have my own. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I mean, that leads to the old uh, bait and switch and cloaking as well, I guess, doesn't it? I mean, if, if people out there don't know what bait and switch is, it's where you feed the spider um, certain information and once it's all indexed, you switch it to something different. Big in the porn industry, real big, where you say, here's a movie of some young lady doing rude things, and then when they click on that link, that movie has then disappeared, and it's now taken you to a sign-up form. Um, what we, we, I remember that uh, when, when Bait and Switch came around many years ago, it was uh, primarily targeted towards uh, the directories. So, yeah. so, so you build this nice directory about Britney Spears and the fan side about her, and you get it into this Britney Spears section at Yahoo and get that authority link, and then you put up uh, nude Britney's pictures. Um, now, a lot of people used to do that, and uh, it really took a long time for the directory to catch up to that. Now, of course, the directory doesn't, the directories doesn't really carry the same kind of weight they used to do, so, so nobody really cares too much about what goes on there. <laughs> uh, but but we're apparently seeing some of the same stuff uh, as you described in the adult industry going on in, in, in natural search right now. 
I'm actually starting to see it in other stuff as well, you know. You can always tell a good bait and switch or a good cloak, yeah, when there's no cash link. That, that, there's, there's the big giveaway straight away, when there's no cashing. Someone's hiding something. And it's like a red flag to me. It's like I've got to rip it apart and get in there and see what it's all about and get loads of crappy-ass cookies dropped on my system and stuff like this. But it's... If, you, if you're going to... You know what I mean? If you're going to uh, bait and switch, then you've got to turn that cash off and there's your footprint there, I guess. Hey, can you remember... What was it that they told us all to do that time? Was it the no cashing that Google actually said, hey, if you don't want us to cash it, do no cashing. So everybody did, then they went and banned everyone that did it. Yeah, it was about... I think it was about February and it was probably 2003, I believe, maybe two. Uh, I remember it very, very uh, precisely because... Um, uh, they 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 announced the no cash uh, or the no archive uh, tech, uh, I think in the summer or something like that, and they told everybody they could use it uh, to hide the cash, and of course a lot of uh, cloakers went on to use that tech, and uh, this was uh, the 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 first really big mess up with with, with Google I think because at the conference uh, I think it was in the conference at Dallas maybe, but at least it was late that year. January that year, uh, we found out that Google was maybe going to ban all sites using this. So I was I was removing all those tags from my cloak pages fast enough. So I actually didn't get penalized, but some of my very good friends they did. <laughs> they didn't remove the tags in time, and they were just removed overnight everything. And uh, it, it became very apparent that, that Google have been uh, playing a little game with all the cloakers uh, with that tech. Uh, the funny thing is that they're not excluding pages now based on the no archive tag anymore. Yeah. And, and I do actually see a lot of cloaked websites that are using the no archive tag, and they get away with it, which is kind of strange to me, because if, if I was building a cloaking detection system, the first thing I would do would be to run all the no archive pages through that system. You know, that's the first thing I would do. So it, that's pretty weird that they actually do get away with, with that. Uh, of course, I, I haven't really tracked it down, so I don't know how long they actually do get away with it, but they do get away with it. I don't know if you see the thing, same thing in the UK market. Yeah, definitely. Um, the more that I keep thinking about this, you know, the more that all the stuff that they've banned over the years, they've actually stopped banning for. So maybe just going back to the old wild, wild west of 99 and away we go again. The world titled and everything. Yeah, I mean, we, it's been discussed before that it could be uh, the question of giving up on certain uh, verticals or categories or countries or languages or whatever they, they define it as. That, that, you know, we, we talk about at some conferences ago, uh, a couple of years ago, we talk about what should the engines do to get rid of all the spam in the travel industry. And I think the only sensitive suggestion that came up was exclude all travel sites from the index, <laughs> which, of course, is not a valid solution because, you know, they cannot remove all travel sites from the index. People are searching for it. So they just give up and give in and say, okay, this is the Wild West. We, we cannot possibly control this the way we'd like to do it. Uh, they probably do work towards controlling it better, but they realize it's just not possible. 
I mean, isn't it a theory for you? What if, yeah, you had like a, a small team in Google, yeah, and they said, we know that this is a naughty area, yeah, and this is the naughty thing that they're doing, whether it be the you no know, archive or cloaking or keyword stuffing, and we'll go crazy, human, yeah, and we'll ban everything, and we'll tell everyone that we've got a new filter that covers this. And everyone starts going, whoa, whoa, all my sites have disappeared. It, it's true, they can detect hidden text now. Yeah, sure they can. Um, and everyone goes, oh, I'm not going to do hidden text anymore. But it still works. Yeah. I maybe it's, I, maybe, I mean, Google, I mean, definitely one thing you, 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 you know, cannot take away from, from, the, from the good people at Google is that they're very, very clever, you know. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they are fooling around with us. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised, you know. I, I actually, I would be surprised if they're not fooling around with us, you know. Of course they are. I mean, and, and, and they could deliberately plant, you know, stupid ideas into our heads about how things work. Uh, deliberately to change our habits. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. And 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 actually, uh, I, I, you know, I think it, it's 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 okay. You know, that's yeah. that's part of the game. I mean, one of the things that I always do every time that Matt cuts on his blog, posts, "Hey, look at this! How stupid an idea it is!" Yeah, I go crazy. You know what I mean? I really follow what he says and do exactly the opposite. I mean, he's going on the moment about people. Um, filling out false referrals and stuff like this and uh, false site reviews. I'm like, sod it. I'm going to build a system that just does that, and I'm going to go close enough to a real review site or close enough to Amazon or something like this so that I can just blend in with the human crowd instead of the robotic crowd that I live in. And I, I read his blog for Black Hat Tips all the time, a bit like Doug Hiles for them. <laughs> anyway, Dave, it looks like we're running out of time again. And as oh, usual, please. there's like, we could probably talk for another two or three hours. It would probably not get too easy to understand what we were saying by the end. That they would get too pissed and I would get too tired. But uh, we could talk, <laughs> no doubt about that. But unfortunately, we have to end and uh, just want to make sure that you all thank our um, sponsors and um, they're the ones making making it possible for us to send this free radio and uh, please come back next week and Dave round off and don't forget Mikkel next week is it next week we're in Chicago oh yeah we're going to send live I think from Chicago next Monday yeah and we've got a little mp3 type recorder and we're going to go around recording people maybe we'll tell them what we're doing or not I don't know so if you're in Chicago, you see me or Mikkel, yeah, and you want to get on the radio show, give us a shout, yeah, I can't promise we'll do it, actually we might even do it live from Chicago, that'll be interesting, Yeah, I will be drunk then. So see you all next week, have a good week. Yeah, see you later guys.